Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. News with Sinead O'Connor this morning. Yeah, this is really sad. Again. This is sad. This is sad commentary on uh, the record business in Hollywood. Sinead O'Connor left instructions for her children if she were to die suddenly, and it, it, it is. It's just really sad. In a 2021 interview, she said, I've always instructed my children since they were very small. If your mother drops dead tomorrow before you call 911, call my accountant and make sure the record companies don't start releasing my records and not telling you where the money is. Don't need to tell me twice. She said, when the artists are dead, they're much more valuable than when they're alive. Tupac has released way more albums since he died than he ever did alive. So it's kind of gross. She's not wrong about any of that. What records company do. She's Especially spot on. like Elvis and all. I mean, they find all that Michael Jackson, all that stuff oh, in the vault. You bet. She said, and even though she didn't really like Prince, she said it made her angry to see people, quote, raping his vault. She is survived by three. I did not realize she had four children. Oh, yeah. But yeah, she's got three that are. she just had the one son? Yeah. See, she's got three other kids. So a 36-year-old son, a 27-year-old daughter, and a 16-year-old son. She had a son named Shane who took his own life last year when he was just 17. So police, I guess, are still investigating the cause of death, but they're not treating it as suspicious. At the time of her death, she was finishing up a new album, plotting a tour, working on a possible biopic. Wow. So there yeah. was a lot going on there. Hmm. Ugh. Well, in other e-news this morning, we were sad to learn of the death of one of the founding members of the Eagles who passed away yesterday. Randy Meisner was the original bass player and sang one of their biggest hits, Take It to the Limit. He was 77 years old. All I want to see is five guys happy playing together, you know, and that's what makes the music. Randy never knew how great he was. He wasn't alpha. Confrontations were really hard for him. We were backstage and the crowd was going wild. And our encore number was Take It to the Limit. People loved that song. They went crazy when Randy hit those high notes. But Randy didn't want to do the song that night. He'd been up partying all night. And Glenn kept trying to talk him into it. He said, man, the, the people want to hear that song. You've got to do it. And Randy kept saying no. And the audience, who'd been waiting years to see us do those songs, we just got fed up with that and just said, okay, don't sing it. Why don't you just quit? You say you're unhappy, quit. That's a clip from the Eagles documentary that 
I keep telling you guys that it's so good. Like it's really, they're, it's they're good. that candid throughout the whole thing. They wow. spill all of it. That's and it's awesome. Fascinating. But here's the encore song they're talking about. It's a great song. You've heard it before. Hey. This is a recording of him singing it live at the LA Forum with the Eagles in October of 1976. It's his biggest song. Where the lines have In terms of him co-writing it and yeah. singing lead on it. I was thinking about a woman who might have loved me and I never knew. By the way, this live version is from Hotel California, 40th Anniversary Expanded Edition. And this would have been the best lineup of the band. Randy on bass, Don Henley on drums, Glenn Fry on guitar and keyboards, and then Joe Walsh and Don Felder sharing lead guitar duties. But what ended up happening is Randy quit the following year due to the, those long, simmering internal issues the guys were talking about. And this song went to number four in March of 1976. Randy Meister, gone to the age of 77. Died of COPD. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break here. Coming up, the possibility that Tina Fey may be taking over SNL. This sounds exciting. And Chris Jenner regretting a decision she made when she was 19 years old. We'll have that straight ahead. Next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. In the South, we loved two things, and that was church and chilies. Everybody in the South goes to church. There's one on every corner. But the reward for going to church is that then you get to go to chilies. And chilies in my hometown was the fanciest restaurant. It was so fancy, I referred to it as chilies. Now, I grew up Methodist, which is considered Christian light. Yeah, just a little dabble do it. Just, just a little bit of Jesus. That's all you need. And all that we cared about was that the preacher was done with the sermon by noon so that we could beat the Baptist to the chilies. It'd be 11.55, and if the preacher was still yammering on, you could hear the choir slowly start singing, Baby, back real. The sauce. <laughs> That's Fortune Feimster from the Sweet and Salty special on Netflix, which I think is still there at 643. Weatherwise, hot sunshine, some scattered storms to contend with today, and the extreme heat warning kicking in at noon today.
Heat index around 100, right now 74 at Q102. So Kylie Jenner is finally admitting that she got her boobs done. And she did it when she was 19. Hmm. The latest episode on the Kardashians, she admitted that is shortly before she had her daughter Stormy. And she regrets it at this point. She says, I just wish I never got them done to begin with. I would recommend anyone who's thinking about it to wait until after children. She also said she'll be heartbroken if Stormy wants to get plastic surgery when she's 19. I would recommend waiting till you're in your mid-20s before you start messing with anything. Because you don't really know. You know? Well, Before then, or after children, regardless. Regardless yeah. on mid-20s, that. Mid-20s, you yeah, think? Yeah, I think mid-20s. I was a dumbass you know. till I was like 28. Yeah. I mean, I still am, but. I mean, it's a mate, it's a big decision. Yeah, but body growth, deal. too. Yeah. I mean, when sometimes when you get in college, like, you put on a little bit of weight, like the freshman yeah. 15. I feel like that happens to a lot of people, but the only, the 15 pounds is everywhere. So your boobs kind of get bigger, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, they I could mean, be still growing at that point. You just a lot don't of people know. haven't had children yet in their mid-20s, though. Correct. So, you know, they have it done in their mid-20s, and then they have kids, and then... Well, you know, the boob thing, you're going to you? you're gonna have to get them redone anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not a... You don't get them done once, and then not you're one and done. set for life. No. You know? Also, so like... you don't see the point in waiting until children. Well, you want... I See, I had mine, I had mine done at 26, and I had a lot of fun with them. Oh. I mean, they were fun. Oh, I see. That was so fun. That's your point is get them done early enough so that you can enjoy them. Enjoy them. Use them to your advantage. I understand. <laughs> but her other point is, is that they don't stay that way gotcha. for forever. With me? No, they don't. Right. Because so you have especially to at some point if you gain like a bunch of weight. Yeah. Or like at some point you'll have to have like a lift or you'll have to have them. You have to get them replaced. Yes. You'll have you to have them the, replaced. The, imp- the implants don't last no, a long time. Once you start, you're going to have to just keep on maintaining There's gonna be, every five it, it to ten years. Years. Yeah. Oh, 10, probably 10. Every 10. I went way longer than that. That's what I, I was going to say, isn't it? Like the had, average is like 10 to 12 years yeah, for implants. Yeah, I went way longer than that. And I should have. I had one that was leaking a little bit. I think it's caused some issues. But um, yeah, so I should have had it out before. But now I got them totally out, got them lifted. What is more good. painful? Implants, a lift, or a reduction? Who What's more painful first? and what is the longest <laughs> recovery out of the three? Um, I, well, I didn't, let's see. God, I've had, I've had them all. Um, well, I didn't have a reduction. I would think the reduction would be painful. That's what I was going to say. I, I don't know. I had a reduction lift, so I didn't have implants. I had a reduction lift. And I think the reduction sometimes is challenging because you have to have the drainage tubes. Yeah. And, and then you kind of have to let like your whole cuz sometimes with implants you have like sizers right to kind of expand well, your skin but with like a reduction lift like they cut a lot like you have like these little anchor scars and there's a lot of cutting you seem you were down for a bit right like so you, i took off work i think for like a week maybe or a little over a week but i was still i mean you recover for a while yeah because yeah. you can't really lift you can't really go like this you can't put your hands above your head like i remember Opening the studio doors almost with like T Rex arms, <laughs> right? Because they're heavier than normal arms. You had to move your whole body into it because you couldn't. And even wearing a seatbelt, 
was challenging. It was wow. tricky. You have it was to, very like, tricky. Put it under your stomach. It's very. Yeah. I mean, I I remember coming back from getting my implants to work, and I came back too early because I couldn't even lift my arm to put carts in the car. Yeah, you deck. can't. Mm. You can't like, lift your then, arms. Uh, Probably but, higher than your chin. Would you say? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I what what's hard about implants is it depends on if you get them over the muscle or under the muscle mm-hmm. because if they cut the muscle and they put it under the muscle that's that going to hurt a little bit more uh, yeah it's going to be a the little cutting tougher. the muscle is what hurts so much information hard. this morning yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we're here with all the questions jen and i Tim's both like, went to what are we doing we both went to the plastic surgery group and i mean i used to do seminars with them all the time talking about and i i was like Anything you want to know, let's chat. Yeah. Like sensitivity and feeling and all of that stuff. All of that. Because people, because, you know, when you get a lift, they remove your nipples. Yeah. They take your nipples off and they cut all that skin. Do the nerves ever reattach after that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, They do. But it's surprising. The one thing that I will say is most surprising is how small your areolas become. This is probably heavy for 650. But, like, sometimes people have Have pretty bigger ones. (laughs) And then when you get them back, they're sometimes like a quarter size or pepperoni or... Yeah. Like and if I when I show them to other people, they're often like, "Wow, those are little like compared to themselves." Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's not the case for everybody. Yeah, it's different for everybody. It's different for everyone. I mean, everybody's going to have a different experience. And there's no such thing as one and done with the boob with the implants. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, in other e news this morning, uh, yeah, studios are quietly hiring AI specialists during the strike. I was watching they are. I was watching Sam Rubin talk about this on KTLA. This is uh kind of a a morning news show in Southern California. They're based out of LA. Uh they're located right there on Sunset Boulevard but across from the Netflix headquarters. So if there's like any kind of protest in front of the Netflix headquarters, yeah. they they see it immediately because it's right there. And they've been covering the writer strike, mm-hmm. or I guess uh, actors and writers now. Yeah. And AI is a huge concern for them. But while they're demanding protections from artificial intelligence, that's one of the huge sticking points. The studios are secretly ramping up their AI capabilities by looking to hire AI specialists. Of course. For instance, Mm. Disney is hiring at least half a dozen AI jobs right now offering six-figure salaries. Netflix recently posted an ad for an AI product manager position that pays up to $900,000 a year. Wow. Where did we get into wow. the wrong business? Amazon and Apple have dozens <sighs> of jobs open, and Sony is looking for a so-called ethics engineer for its Sony AI America division. The kicker is that many companies offering high-paying AI jobs have been cutting employees in other divisions. Of course they have. Ugh. So this strike may be going on for quite a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. We yep. heard, though, Tim and I were talking to someone that's in the industry when we were at the Barbie premiere, and she was anticipating it maybe ending sometime this week or next. I hope so. Because I mean, she was like, you know what? These people can't go on. I mean, it's not just actors. It's like And the streaming companies, I feel like, could theoretically go on because they're still collecting subscription fees. Yeah, you know, that's they're not, true. They're not going hungry. Their income stream hasn't stopped. They're taking a hit. Mm-hmm. 
but not like the employees. Yeah. Hmm. Meanwhile, Saturday Night Live boss Lauren Michaels is 78 years old today, which means wow. it might not be too much longer before NBC needs to find a replacement for him. I think that would be a good idea. I appreciate that show, but I just feel like it misses the mark more often than it hits it. Lately. That's just my opinion. And that's not just been recently. I've saved for the last 15 years. <laughs> well, it's, I guess, tough to come up with relevant and funny content and fill 90 minutes every week. But maybe Tina Fey can swing it. She could end up being Lauren Michaels' replacement. In fact, sources say she's the leading contender. Wow. And possibly the only contender being seriously considered at the moment. Well, she played that, she played that role on 30 Rock. Right. Sort of, you know, she was the boss of producer of a improv comedy show. Yep. Mm. And at least one so-called insider says the talks are already underway. Lauren has not announced any plans to retire, but in an interview a few years ago, he said the show's 50th anniversary would be a good time to bow out. And that 50th anniversary happens in the fall of 2024. That'll be season 50. Wow. That'd be cool. I think she'd do a great job of that. I do, yeah, too. Yeah, I think she'd be great, too. She's one of the funniest people she's on the hilarious. planet. Yeah. And she's in New York. I mean, that's where she's based. So she could just, you know, pop on by. Let's just sense. hope they don't hire Alec Baldwin as the head of the network. <laughs> oh, <though>. God. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? It would not turn uh-huh. out well. Yeah. Nice. So the Jonas Brothers, <clears throat> out of all of them, who's got the most money? Who you betting on? I would say Nick. Nick. I well, mean, he does the acting, the singing. Does it all, that Nick, doesn't he? Married to Priyanka. And you would be right. He is the richest with a net worth of $70 million. In addition to music, he's released successful solo albums. He's been in some movies and TV shows. He's started fashion lines. He's even launched his own tequila. So he is, um, yes, diversified. What about Frankie one. Jonas? Where is Frankie he on the Jonas, list? Frankie Jonas, we don't know his net worth, but he's in fourth place. <laughs> Joe is in second with 50, solo career and a side band. Called DNCE, he does mm-hmm. some acting and hosting too, and he boops his pants on stage. And then there's <laughs> Kevin, who's only worth forty million. Poor Kevin. Poor Kevin. Well, he had that reality show with his wife for a while, right? Daniela, little bit, yeah. Little I bit. watched that show, believe it or not. Yep, he has a real estate company. Okay, oh, yes, a social media firm and other businesses too. Nice. So, I think he does but, house flipping too, he's Tim. Di- he's diversified. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think mm-hmm. he does. He's, he's got a, a show or flipper. something. Yeah. That's probably his real estate company, I would I think. did read an article, though, that Daniela has trouble fitting in with the other Jonas wives because of their extreme success. Because yeah. he's married to Priyanka, and the other one's married to Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. So she's the only one that doesn't... Isn't famous. doesn't have, like, the... What was her... What is her deal? What was she... She had something. I can't remember because it was a part of the show. If she was in, like, a girl group or... Something, I mean, because it was a part of their reality show that uh-huh. she was trying to, like, leave this thing and become this other thing. Okay. But, hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. she's, like, you know, just a little down-home girl. And little old Frankie. Little old Frankie. And he's the baby Jonas? He's the baby Jonas, yes. I'm not sure how much younger he is than the rest, but he ain't making bank. You know who else isn't making bank right now? Well, Ooh. he's doing all right. Aaron Rodgers took a big pay cut to play for the Jets. Yeah. He uh, just signed his new contract, and he's making $30 million, $35 million less over wow. the next two seasons just to play for the Jets. He is making, though. I mean, he's going to be fine. He's going to make $75 million fully guaranteed. 
He was. He's this, only going to make seventy five million. He's only going to make seventy five. How do you even live on that? How is he going to like? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was due to make 110 in his previous contract. How many wellness some lifestyle for, adjustments? Many, I know. How many wellness sure. retreats can he go on for 75 mil, Jen? He, I think. <laughs> I imagine that they let him come for free. I bet they do. <laughs> think they comp him. He gets free I ayahuasca think he gets every time he as has much ayahuasca as he wants. I did see though. I was I showed this to Tim, but Sauce Gardner, who plays for the Jets, also went to UC. Um, he actually gifted Aaron Rodgers this gigantic diamond necklace from his jeweler with his number on it as kind of like a welcome to the team. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you know he hit, gets hard up for cash, he could maybe pawn that or something. Mm-hmm. If that's just not enough, the seventy-five mil. And fingers crossed that it was just a, a calf strain yesterday. Right, Joe, Joe Burrow at practice, man, that was. I was watching the moment. video. I'm like, what just, what happened? He's just like running. something just popped, what? something cramped, <laughs> something. Well, in that extreme heat, you know, your muscles get really loose. Yeah. And that's, you can. Late in the day. Yeah. That was oh. the end of practice. Like, practice right. was scheduled to be over at four o'clock. And this happened, what, like right then? Yep. Like, did you have to take one more snap? Uh, did you have to? Like, must you? This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. <laughs> so Greta Gerwig wrote and directed the Barbie movie, but she didn't get everything she wanted. <laughs> For instance, Greta really wanted a fart joke in the movie. Well, who doesn't love a good fart joke? They can be funny if done right. She even filmed one, but it didn't make the cut. Mm. She says, this is Greta Gerwig, the director, talking. She said, we had like a fart opera in the middle of the movie. And she said, I thought it was really funny, Mm. but that was not the consensus. (laughs) But Greta Gerwig apparently is a big fan of flatulence because she tried to get fart jokes in her last two movies, which were Lady Bird, Mm -hmm. which is a great movie. It's so well done. And Little Women. But Would a fart joke have played in either one of those? Both times they were <laughs> removed about two-thirds through the edit. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, so. well, Sorry, guys. You bring up Barbie, and Mattel actually has a ton of toy-based movies in the works. So here they all are. There's a Barney movie coming. Oh, boy. Holly Pocket, written and directed by Lena Dunham, starring Lily Collins, is happening. Which I think will be darling because Lily Collins is just the cutest human. Hot Wheels, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, American Girl, Magic 8-Ball from the writer of Cocaine Bear. Oh, that could be fun. Masters of the Universe. Major Matt Mason. This is an old astronaut toy from the 60s, and Tom Hanks is starring in that one. Uno, Viewmaster, Matchbox, and Thomas and Friends. Wasn't the eight ball invented here, Tim? Yes, there's some sort of history to it here. So I wonder if Cincinnati will be the filming location for Magic Eight Ball. Wouldn't that be something? That would be amazing. (laughs) Just what we need. Yeah. And that is your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake, one headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a Whitewater Express car wash prize pack. But first, let's check those roads. We've got Denise Johnson, and she has your latest traffic. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Kathy. Hello? Hi, you're on Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Good, how are you? Excellent. Doing great. I got your headlines here. There are three of them. If you can pick the real one, you are going to Whitewater Express Car Wash. So is the real one A. A stone mom ordered $1,200 worth of Taco Bell on DoorDash. Is it B. A drunk dad got a DUI on a riding mower at 1 a.m. Or C. A grandma holding an open bottle of tequila gets kicked out of Victoria's Secret for cussing its sales associate. Oh, gosh. Um, I'll go with B. Yeah, go with the riding mower. You got it. All right. Yeah, nice work. <laughs> Props to this guy for wanting to help his daughter out, but he probably should have waited until the next morning after he had sobered up. Yep. Here's the story. A 51-year-old father in Queensland, Australia, got a DUI on Sunday while driving his riding mower through town at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's hmm. funny. People think that they can get around that whole DUI thing on a riding mower or a bicycle or a horse. Golf cart. Well, it's a riding mower. I'm not, like, driving. Driving. I mean, how fast can I go in this thing? And at 1 a.m., we <laughs> figure, what are the chances of running into a cop at this hour? I'll t- what are you doing? <laughs> how much alcohol you had to drink tonight? Not at 1 o'clock in the morning oh. and not drunk. Hang on. No, you're not going anyway. Right, You know how my dad used to give me blocks of wood and have me hammer nails into them in the middle of the summer when I was bored and had nothing else to do Just in to a small town. Occupied. In a small town, yeah. That was the other thing. That was always big fun when I was like seven and eight, nine years old is I would get to drive the lawnmower around the circuit around the neighbor's circular drive. Oh nice. Is that so how that you learn how to big, drive? Kind that of? was nice of the neighbor. That was well, it was yeah. We you have those kinds of relationships. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can make out the audio that I just played for you, but the cop pulled him over, asked him what he was doing, and he said, Oh, I just thought I'd drive this old girl over to mow my daughter's lawn. Uh, the cop uh-huh. said, Well, one AM is probably not the best time for that. And his chest cam was running, so Hence the video, but uh, uh, breathalyzer clocked the guy at point one nine. Wow, that is more than twice the legal limit here in the U.S., but almost four times the legal limit in Australia, where it is point zero five. Oh, really? Wow, yes. wow. you cannot have anything in no, Australia. No, they don't mess around. They don't. I was in Norway at a family gathering uh, not a week ago, and relatives who had the responsibility of driving the other relatives weren't even having a sip of beer yeah because it's that strict there too it's that strict there like there's no court date and we might take your license away you just go to jail wow Mm, wow that's it no questions asked i kind of like it he's doing court (laughs) in september i'm with you i like it he's doing court in september facing a drunk driving charge so see what happens It is 721, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It is Friday, and yesterday, Tim suggested we do a mom-and-pop spot well, today. It's been a while uh, since a while. all four of us yeah. have been here on a Friday, and that's one of those projects that requires four. 
So, yeah, let's do it. What was our it. last mom and pop spot? I can't even remember. Same. Do you guys even know? Hang no. on, I'll go to the I'm sure website I was and see what I got. Uh, it looks like it it's was Wolf Pet Spa. Oh, oh, woof. 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 Wow. Woof. Yeah. Spa. Remember, it's been, been over the while. run. It's been a bit. Yeah. Oh, I think I might have a, have a copy of that. You think you might? Yeah. Hmm. So if you don't know what a mom and pop spot is, maybe you're new to the show. You just moved to the area. You've never heard our show before. Uh, it's a little something that we started during the pandemic when local businesses, mom and pops, were struggling to get back on their feet because business had changed so much and they were shut down for a long period of time. And some really never recovered from that. Uh, but it turned out to be a fun public service that we just sort of started doing on a regular basis and made a permanent part of our show. Uh, and it's kind of a one off. It's for a local business. So it's got then that's the key. It's got to be a local business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be a mom and pop. It's yep. We prefer businesses that are maybe going through a tough time, that are struggling, that could use the help. And it's an opportunity for us to have a little fun with it. And, uh, you know, advertising can be expensive, especially for a small business. Mm -hmm. And we're not exactly, you know, trained in the art of advertising. I mean, we work in the media, yes. It's part of what we do. We host a radio show every day. And we do personal endorsements for mm-hmm. various products and services that we believe in. But that mostly involves, you know, maybe reading a script or talking about our personal experiences. But we're really not schooled in the art of commercial production. Right. Although Tim is very good at production. Very good. I think, we were talking yeah. about you yesterday because we had a we had a couple of production guys here win big awards mm-hmm. for their commercials, mm-hmm. and we were kind of talking about do for you their know real you win, commercials for their real commercials? <laughs> you know you win money because we've talked about before entering, entering some of your mama pop spots into some of these award categories to see if you can get recognition for your brilliance. How much money yeah, do you win? Yeah, is it ten k yeah. or above? No, yeah. not quite. Then it's not yeah. worth our time. I got bills, Jenna. <laughs> yeah. But it's a few extra bucks you didn't have before. But yeah, that's it's still right. very cool. Money is money. But yeah, it would be cool for Do you. We I, split I think, the money, you know, though, since we're all involved? Probably. I'm saying yes. Or we <laughs> use it Or <laughs> we use it to pay for a big fancy dinner. I think we should just put go. it in our lottery fund and then yes. <laughs> just pull roll it over. It. Let's yeah. roll it over. If we won that way, you know, <laughs> that money's lucky. Well, if you've never heard our work, you guys mentioned Woof Pet Spa. That was the last mom-and-pop spot that we did. I'll play an example of what one of our typical mom-and-pop spots can sometimes sound like. Woof Pet Spa is where it's at. They'll groom and style your dog or cat. Your high-end pet spa in Findlay Market and Fort Thomas. Woof Pet Spa is by appointment only and offers every client one-on-one treatment. And Woof Pet Spa is kennel-free. That's better. It's finished this far. Creative groomers will take care of your baby from a simple touch-up all the way to a full-style luxury spa day. Woof Pet Spa, home of Blueberry Facials. Blueberry Facials. Book online and learn more at woofpetspa.com. That's W-U-F, petspa.com. In Fort Thomas, ask for Maddie, Johnny, Alec, or Jen. In OTR, ask for M, Carrie, Stephanie, Daisha, Jesse, or Jillian. Now accepting new dog and cat clients. Woof Pet Spa is where it's at. They'll groom and style your dog or cat. Here's what some of our clients are saying. And... Love to hear that. 
another happy customer. Wolf Pet Spa is where it's at. They'll groom and style your dog or cat. Blueberry facials. Blueberry facials. Blueberry facials. Wolf Day Spa. Take your Wiener dog in for a schnitzel. There you go. Remember yeah. none of that. <laughs> we did that about a month and a half ago. That's the last time the pop spot we produced. Oh, wow. We are long overdue. That was yeah. not one of the best. Yeah. Indistinguishable from, you know, all the other. Uh, all right. So I have somebody new on the line. Oh, this cool. is Tamara. Hi, Tamara. Hi, Tamara. Hi. How are you guys? We're yeah. great. So what business are you representing this morning? Um, my dad's business. His name is Scott Cook. He owns a salvage yard in Georgetown, Ohio, called Hammer Road Auto Salvage. Hammer Road? Yes, Hammer Road Auto Salvage. Auto Salvage. All right. And so what does your dad do? Um, I'm there. It's a salvage yard. I mean, people would probably know it better by a junkyard, but he don't like being called a junkyard. So if I got a, a 2001 I got a 2001 Saab 9.3 Arrow and I need to get some engine mounts, I can uh, pick through and maybe find one or two in there? Um, It's more of like a you, you go in there, they know what they have, and they do have employees, like my fiance actually works for them, and they'll go and they'll pick the part for them. And, oh, very cool. And get it. I mean, sometimes they do let them go back to the yard, but... Hey, I don't want to if you're going to do it for me. That's cool. It's a difficult, yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay. So what kind of things can we find at the salvage yard? Um, just about anything you need for your car. Headlights, alternators. Horns, just just about anything that you need for your car. All of for it. the car, but not like if I need a used tuba, uh, I would not find <laughs> that there. A used what? Like, you know, a musical instrument or so. It's got to be car related. It's not something else. Yes, car related. I mean, my little brother is in there sometimes selling, like trying to sell his own little stuff, but it's it's car related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I swapped out a radio once. Really? Busted on. Yeah, you can get those there. You can get those there. I used to work there as a kid. He never paid me, but I used to work there as a kid. (laughs) All right, so you can get radios and probably speakers for the radios. I had to buy a a rim one time for my uh, protege, like an actual, like, something had bent on it, and I had to, they went and got it for me, but it was something similar. Like, they were this salvage yard was the only place I could get this part because my car was so old. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of the time there is that there is the salvage the salvage yard is the only place where you can find this kind of stuff. And a lot of the times my dad also does have rare stuff. And is what? Rare, rare stuff. Rare. Yeah. Like, like for the guy who really finally let go of his Peugeot. Thing and stuff, but I know that he does he has a lot of rare stuff that he does so get it, a hold of and he hangs on to it tell the right person you know what i mean <laughs> so the rare stuff is, is that pretty much what you keep the inventory of so if if someone was looking for a really rare part they could call ahead and say hey i'm looking for this do you got it and you'd be able to let them know yes he would be able to let them know like they have a system and everything where they have all their parts in it you just look it up give them the information of your car and so you don't gotta to come and pick my parts and they can also tell you if they have it somewhere okay. else too. so let me ask you this where do we find it like, I know Georgetown's kind of out in the county. You know, is there, is it, a, you know, past um, the old dirt road, make a left at the barn? Like, where do we find it? <laughs> well, if you're on 68, and most people know where the vocational school is on 68. It's Southern Hills Vocational School. 
when you uh, get off of 68 by Southern Hills Vocational School, it's it, it's it's out in the boonies. It's hard for me to explain where it is. I, the road that it is is Hammer Road. It's on Hammer Road in Georgetown. So between 68 and Hammer Road, what do I do? Yes. <laughs> you take up all that space. I mean, not all that space. He did. He he did. He he has expanded within the last couple months because he bought some more space on the side of it, and he's trying to actually get it to be a um, impound lot. If you had to guess how many car corpses there were in the back lot, how many, how many car like dead cars were are lined dead up cars. just in the back? Yeah, just you know, car corpses. Um, how many would you think you've got there? Approximately. Yeah. Um, you know, I I couldn't tell you the answer to that because he also crushes cars. Mm. He crushes them and sells them, and so they're constantly getting cars in and out. Yeah, right. could he be potentially be hundreds, if not thousands. Yes. Cars, it could be That's hundreds, or we're talking like into the thousands, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't say he would have like a thousand back there. He probably has maybe, maybe like six hundred back there, if okay. maybe that. All right. Like well, that said, gives us a sense of the size. So okay. So I need a rear quarter panel on a 1988 Chevy Corsica. Can you help me out? <laughs> yes, he could probably help you out. <laughs> All right. He's gonna throw in a back dash of pound puppies too. I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. We're on it. Anything else that you could think of? Anything else significant or unique about the business that we can add into the commercial? Um, I mean, they do got some pretty nice guys working there for them. Nice guys. Um, Are they good-looking guys? All, Ooh. Young, um, handsome. Well, I mean, one of them's my fiance, so I would have to say one of them's pretty good-looking. Okay. Yeah, What's his name? he's off the market. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Leon. They all Leon. Have, there you um, go. Oh, that's a great Coy, name. I'm sorry. Clay. Clay, Leon, 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 and Scott. And there is a woman in the office, and I like to say that because sometimes women are more, you know, more less likely to go find something. But there is a woman in the office, and her name is Angel. And she knows her stuff. She knows her junk. She knows her stuff more than okay. they know their stuff. Wow. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Cool. Tamara, this is great. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go in the production room. I'm going to slap together some sound effects, some music. We're going to read, write some scripts, sing some jingles, and we'll call you back in like an hour, and we'll uh, let you hear what we come up with, okay? All righty. That sounds perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Leon, Clay, and Angel. And Leon, you're... Clay, and Angel, and then my dad's name is Scott. 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 Yeah. All right. Okay. You got it. All right. Alrighty. Have a bye bye. I'll see you. Talk to you. Okay, I got your number, so yeah, I'll we'll, give you a call. We'll call talk. you back. Yeah, All about right. an hour. Okay. Yeah. Hour or less or it's okay. free. <laughs> see you. Alrighty. Bye bye. Yeah. All right. It sounded like she was, you know, clanking and working with some stuff. Right. Maybe she was. Busy. Well, I went to the website too. You can search by car and part. That's pretty before cool. Before you make the trip out there. That's kind of nice. cool. That's a good way to keep track of stuff. All right. Yep. I'm on it. All right, 7.33. While Tim does that, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up. Is it iced tea or iced tea? Mm. And the new TikTok challenge that could cause a real sticky mess at work. News that didn't make the news is coming up next. 7.37 and 75 degrees in Cincinnati. Hot sunshine ahead today. 
few scattered slow-moving storms to contend with, otherwise a high around 93, with the heat index around 100 on this Friday, the 28th of July, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Let's talk about airline travel for just a moment this morning. We've heard about flight cancellations and uh, bad behaving passengers. Mm-hmm. We haven't really talked about using the bathroom on a plane. Though. Oh, which is something I try to avoid at all costs. I mean, I, I usually am one of the last to board the plane and I go to the bathroom like right before. Same. And I, I absolutely, and it's not because of the enclosed space or anything like that. It's just because usually I feel like guys pee everywhere. They're kind of, kind of gross. Yeah. Well, most people try to avoid going into the closets that airlines refer to as yes. lav- lavatories for many reasons. But if the cramped space is your biggest problem, that could change. The Department of Transportation has just announced a new rule that will require airlines to make restrooms large enough for two people. Hey, hey. Plus, they're so tight that I you know, wonder how people of a certain size even fit into them. I mean... The doors are just, it just, everything about it just feels so tight. Yeah, and they sort of open up like those folding closet doors. They're so tight. And how does it work? towards you, right? Do you pull it towards you, right? I think, I don't know. It's been so long since I've been in one. But, I mean, there's not enough room in there for a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, no. Well, even allowing two people to fit in there will not make joining the Mile High Club easier, and it definitely isn't meant to be fancy, so don't expect double vanity in there. The purpose is to make at least one restroom large enough passengers with, to your point, Jen, disabilities and their attendants can enter Mm -hmm. and maneuver within the space. Larger aircraft with two aisles already have special wheelchair wheelchair accessible restrooms. Yeah. That has been required since 1990. This will make it so that smaller planes with one aisle will also have them. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that it's taken this long with the Disability Rights Act and and everything in place that this, this hasn't happened sooner. Well, it's great news for wheelchair-bound travelers who have been forced to choose between dehydrating themselves before boarding a plane or avoiding air travel altogether if only smaller planes fly a particular route. But Mm. don't get too excited. Airlines have 10 years to comply. Oh, are you kidding? That's crazy to me. (gasps) Which would be 2033. Unreal. It happens that way with kids, too. Like, I mean, I can't get in there with my... Kid. With Penelope, the two of no. you know? I mean, it, because some of them are very small. Like, especially some of the ones that are, um, like, a discount airline. Some mm. of their bathrooms mm-hmm. feel very small. So I have to, like, put her in there and pull the door closed and then stand at the door. Yeah. It is also unclear if they'll be forced to retrofit their current fleet. But for now, it sounds like it would mainly apply to planes ordered 10 years from now. Like it or not, this is probably the fastest timeline they could get to redesign and re-engineer the aircraft, even though I'm sure they could probably find a way to reduce space in, let's say, 10 minutes. Also, not all restrooms will be made bigger. They're just required to have one, and they'll probably want that larger restroom is kept 
Uh, the, and they'll probably want that the larger restroom is kept available for those who need it as much as possible. But it reminds me of the classic scene from Tommy Boy where Chris Farley destroys the airplane bathroom while trying oh. to change inside of a tiny space. Fat Do you remember guy that? in a little coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile... We're probably not going to solve world peace today because it is a Friday, but that doesn't mean we can't debate a slightly smaller problem that people are arguing. Like, is it iced tea or iced tea? What do you guys say? Iced. With a D? Iced tea. tea. I think I'd say iced tea. Iced tea. I kind of run the two together, so it's kind of iced tea. But if you had to write it down. (laughs) If I had to write it down, I'd probably, I'd, I'd have the D in there. Yeah, the D. Yeah, they asked so. 10,000 Americans, and 49% of them said iced. Only 20% say ice. Which is the, is there a, is one correct? I think it's more of a regional thing. Is it? Yeah, I think so, too. That's usually how most things are. According to grammar websites, neither are wrong. But hmm. the original term was iced tea. But maybe we say it iced because of the rapper because he's iced tea he's not iced right <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> i don't know if he has that kind of influence in the world hey, but he might on me he that's might. why i call it iced tea <laughs> but this shift has happened before both ice cream and ice water were originally iced cream and iced water oh and no one says iced cream anymore True. right so yeah, yeah. See, you guys are wrong we may be heading toward ice iced tea. tea iced tea well there you have it have you seen the ice cream challenge videos that are all over tiktok right now <sighs> is it <sighs> eating an entire half gallon in one sitting because uh, no. i'm in because that's too easy <laughs> that's too easy no. i'm not messing around with the pints these and days not all that interesting right to watch <laughs> No, ice cream shops are posting videos where an employee hands someone their ice cream, finds out there's something wrong with the order, and then chucks it at another employee's face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it started with soft serve ice cream, but we've seen them done with whipped cream, snow, snow that would hurt. That would hurt. Snow cone would hurt. And also regular ice cream, which seems like that could even cause some damage. Soft serve, they say, is the best option, though, because it actually sticks. Yeah, because it's Mm -hmm. a little more loose. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in this one, she takes off, she takes the scoop off the cone and throws it perfectly into a male co-worker's face. Oh, Oh, thank, oh, this is supposed to be chocolate. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> she nails him. That is wrong. Yeah. yeah, ice cream shops tend to employ a lot of teenagers, so that's why it's caught fire so sure. fast. I can't. I bet there are a lot of bosses that are just putting their foot down right now. Just search for ice cream challenge on TikTok, and you'll find dozens of them. People are also doing it with other stuff now, like a chef in New York who threw a steak at a guy. And a TikToker who pretended to do it with a cinder block. Oh, my, my God. God. Don't do that. Yeah, no. that's frowned upon. So Robert is looking for a second date update with a woman named Laura. Hey, Robert, how are you, man? 
Hey, I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. So take us from the beginning. How'd you meet Laura, and how was the first date? Uh, well, you know, no shame here. I, I did meet her on Tinder. I was just, you know, honestly looking for a hookup, but uh, then I liked her. We get those every once in a while. A lot of Tinder shame out there, guys. Have you noticed that? <laughs> well, uh, I met her on Tinder. And yeah, I was looking for a hookup, but then she turned out to be awesome. Yeah, it's just not the kind of thing you want to say at your speech at your wedding, you know. <laughs> but but there I have just, been a lot of marriages that have resulted from Tinder, in defense of Tinder. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I did end up really liking her, and uh, I was thinking, wow, this is awesome. We'll be totally hooking up again after this first time, and maybe even, you know, go on a date. Um not to be bragging or anything, but I was on that night. I was in really good form. <laughs> You're and uh, it was just hot, and, and the chemistry was there. And I, I just know there was more to it than the physical thing. Wow. Um, yeah, we connected on so many levels. Uh, East Siders for Life, both went to UK, um, both had experience in marketing and sales. And, mm. uh, God, hate the Bengals, love the Reds. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it just goes on and on. We, we both have a radical marijuana card. It seemed like everything we talked about, everything we brought up, we both had so much to talk about, you know? Ah. So, really good fit, right? So far, yeah. Well, she left my place the next morning, and uh, God, man. I don't know. She looked like a satisfied customer to me. It was it was really good. It was a hug and a tug, you know. Nice way to. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard a, a goodbye summed up that way. <laughs> well, I texted her a few times since then, and uh, actually, it's been over a week and nothing, nothing back. Hmm. So I was hoping maybe you could figure it out. So you don't have any theories, I guess, huh? No. I mean, I keep looking back on that night. You know, everything was so awesome. Um, So I don't know what she... It didn't feel different the next morning? I'm sorry? It didn't feel different to you the next morning? No. No, I mean, hey, look how it ended. You know, it was good. I don't know. I could be wrong. I just thought... There was so much more of a connection than yeah. just a hookup. Uh-huh. But, you know, she's not answering me, so I can't tell. That is hard to believe because women love confidence, right, Fritzy? Yes, of course we do. <laughs> I do like it. I think it's sexy. But cocky versus confident is always a thin line. Because Robert sounds very confident right now. Would you describe it as confident or do you think he's th- crossing that cocky line? I think line he's right walking the edge, honestly. <laughs> I genuinely do. I didn't think so until he used the hug and tug line mm-hmm. or whatever that was. That was kind of cocky. Is that where he literally. lost you? Medical oh. marijuana card was kind of the test run. Yes. That was like starting to glaze yeah. me glad, a little. By the way, glad you guys are healing well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. We're just, it's, these are just discernments, observations, right? I mean, I, I, I know when I'm off, you know. I'm, right. I'm not saying I'm, I'm great all the time, but this was a good night. I mean, Frisch, did night. you ever have a night where you went on a date with someone and you were like, man, I really rocked it? Yeah. And then they never called me back? Yeah. 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 
But, but we're going to call her. We're going to call Laura. we got to take a break first, though. But we'll call Laura. We'll get her feedback, see what she has to say. All right. And what she thought of Robert and her night with him coming up next with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. Well, aside from the fact that Laura has not called Robert back, Robert feels very good about his performance that night. They had a great date. They really hit it off. I mean, it started out as just a Tinder hookup, but they have a lot in common, very similar backgrounds. So after the date with her, he was feeling pretty good about the fact that he'd be seeing her again, only she has disappeared off the face of the earth. We're not sure what her deal is, but Robert is very confused because not only is this someone that he really likes, but he really felt that he made a positive impression. So why would she be blowing him off? Robert doesn't have any theories. He's stumped. We're stumped. You know, we weren't there. So it's hard for us to tell with the limited information we have. So, Robert, unless there's anything else you want to add, we're just going to call her now. Let's call her. Hello? Is this Laura? Uh, this is. Who's speaking? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Oh, my God. Seriously? <laughs> you got a few minutes? She knows what this is. She knows what's <laughs> up. Immediately. Oh, my God, you guys. You're killing me because this is the second date update, right? Yes, ma'am. Because I know exactly who it's about. Who's it about? It has to be Robert. It is Robert. So, Robert is under the impression that you left a very satisfied customer. What? (laughs) Robert is confused. Robert does not understand why you haven't reached out because he believes that you left a very satisfied customer. Were those his words? (laughs) I believe so. Robert, were those not your words? Well, uh, I, mean, I know that. Yeah, okay. I, could, uh, I just didn't know we were going to talk I mean, so soon. Okay. <laughs> well, and that's my fault. I just wanted to verify that Robert indeed had said that. And uh, now that that's been confirmed, Laura, you have the floor. Um, okay. This isn't at all awkward. Um, <laughs> look, you're a really sweet guy. I thought. I'm a little shocked you said that to them, but... A little what? Shocked. Just the satisfied customer thing, because honestly, like, kind of the reason you haven't heard from me. Like, I'm just, I'm at the point in my life, I'm just looking for a guy, honestly, with a little more experience in life. Like... Experience in life? In that area, if we're going to be honest, which I guess we are. Really? In what area? Yeah, like, he... What he does, he does well, okay? Like, he can focus on one thing, but, like, I just personally need a guy who, like, knows his way around everything a little better. If You're looking for a multitasker. Wow. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. He can hug and tug at the same time. <laughs> oh. I mean... <laughs> I've never had a complaint before. He has potential, for sure, but, like, I've spent way too much time already in my life teaching guys. Teach. I just, I don't, not really interested in starting another project. My goodness. Project you didn't seem like that that night. And what's I mean, interesting, I, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead. No, I, I, I obviously wasn't ever intending on having this conversation <laughs> with him, especially in this way. But I'm going to take it on me. Like, I think I just need to start dating older guys 
because guys my age, they just, like, I mean, they definitely have lots of energy, just, like, not a lot of finesse, I would say. Oh, my God. Wow. This is interesting because I couldn't really tell, you know, what she was getting because she said, you know, he, he what he did, he did well. <laughs> he did. I'll give him credit for that. But I, I think that's the most honest, descriptive assessment of an evening, for better or for worse, that I've ever heard from someone on Second Date Update. That was so very too. specific. Yeah, it was a pretty nice audit of uh, the evening. I don't think it was that good, and you honestly haven't <laughs> experienced everything that I can do. That was just one night, but... That was just a sampling. Yeah, what? I mean, I, I did like that one thing, but, like, not forever. Mm, no rule of Fran, got to try it three times to know whether you like it or not. Yeah, or I mean... Two and out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Laura, they, you know, Tim brings up a good point, you know, based on the rule of Fran, you got to try something three times before you know for sure whether or not you like it. Would you be willing to go out with Robert again? We'll pay for the second date. I mean, the thing is, he tried the same. Like, it wasn't three times. It was, like, ten times. Like, okay, I get it. That was good. Like, but, like, we need something else here. Not. Look, if you don't like guys going downtown, you can just say that. Whoa, okay. I'm not even talking about that. Like, I did say, like, what you do, you do well. So I'm trying. Like, I gave you credit there. It's just, like, there's more to... Like, a whole experience that left a lot to be desired. And I, I think I think you'll get there. I just, I'm looking for someone who's already there. All right. Fair enough. Sorry. Robert, I'm sorry, man. Me too, man. Yeah, I feel bad now. Well, we, you know, we don't always like the answer, but we ask for the truth. And, you know, Robert, you're a young guy. you got lots of opportunities to up your game, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. He's Damn right. somebody else very happy. All right. Well, Laura, listen, we appreciate you taking the call. I mean, thanks for, I know we caught you off guard, but thanks for having this conversation with us anyway and for leveling with us and with Robert. Well, yeah, I mean, I love you guys. I love Second Aid's update. It's very awkward to uh, actually be on it. <laughs> I know. I think sometimes people think they know how they would respond if mm-hmm. they got a second date update call, and then when it happens, yep, it's like playing the one K yeah. letter of the day. You know, I got this. I and play along at home all the time. When you play, and it's like, uh, pass. Yeah, I feel like that's exactly what's happening to me right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, we'll let you go, Robert. I'm sorry, man, but listen, reach out anytime. We can help out. Okay. Okay. And thank you both for coming on Second Date Update. Best of luck to you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, and if you need a little help with a second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. We're going to play another round of the 1K letter of the day next. First, let's check the roads. We have Denise Johnson here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Why would a dog bark at 3 o'clock in the morning in your neighborhood? What is that all about? I'm talking about when there's one dog, you know, doing a monologue like at 3 o'clock in the morning. What are they doing? I think they just go out on a porch at that hour and just go, hey, it's nice and quiet. Why don't I bark it up for no reason whatsoever? <laughs> and then right when you think they're done, hum, 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 hum. the hell's the matter with you? I'm a dog. Barking. How do you argue with them? Wouldn't it be weird if people were like that for no reason? Like if some guy went out on his porch at 3 in the morning, nobody knows him. It's like new to the neighborhood, just goes out there, you know, Hey! 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 
Yeah. That's some vintage Brian Regan there. Twenty thirteen, I think. On or about. Day thirty seven. Time now for this week's mom and pop spot. We started this a little over an hour ago. Tim has just completed the fully produced version. For Hammer Road Auto Salvage, we talked to Tamara in Georgetown, Ohio. And uh, I probably could fine-tune this a little more, but I was on the crunch for the time. Well, that's all time part crunch. of the, yep. the uh, mama pop part spot of the magic. That we don't have all day. You got an hour. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I went in there. I, I, I remember he had me read a couple of lines, but Jen and Fritz said there was some singing in it. You know, I like a good jingle at the end. Are you sad, Jeff, that you never get to sing with I mean, us? Because, I mean, we could bring you in. I felt I just kind of felt that you weren't the singing type, but if you want to be in oh, it, I mean it's fine. He's I a can. good singer. He's done karaoke before, Tim. <laughs> Many times. He's a I'll pro. Have you know? Hear the nail diamond. <laughs> he sings money talks or whatever that song it is. It don't sing and dance and it don't That's walk. That's right. Okay, here we go. This week's mom and pop spot for Hammer Road Auto Salvage here. Oh, wait, Tamara. we need to, yeah, we need Tamara on the get phone. Tamara on the line. No, I almost proceeded without you. We wanna we wanna get your reaction. Are you excited? I am excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> Does your dad know that this is happening? Yes, I called my oh, dad, great. my dad, my little brother's listening, my oh. fiance's listening, and oh, good. I even have my mom listening and they're not even married anymore. Oh nice. Wow. No pressure, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here comes the mom and pop spot for Hammer Road Auto Salvage. I need a differential for a 96 Caprice. You got it. I'm looking for a crankshaft for an Eagle Premier. Absolutely. What about a bumper for an 03 Eclipse? Uh Uh-huh. Come on down to Georgetown. Hammer Road Auto Salvage. Hammer Road Auto Salvage is Southern Ohio's quality used automotive parts headquarters. All makes and models, 1995 or newer. Headlights, radios, alternators, you name it. Hard to find parts, rare car parts. Hammer Road Auto Salvage has it. Search their easy-to-use website. Select your vehicle and your part. Everything is inventoried and pulled by professionals. No DIY disassembly required. Hammer Road Auto <laughs> Salvage is in Brown County off 68 by the vocational school. Oh, I know where that's at. Turn there, swing by that spot, round the way, left on Hammer Road, and boom! Sell your car. Buy a used car. They'll even crush your car. Crush it. Crush it. Ask for Scott, Leon, Clay, or Angel. They all have great junk. I want to talk to Angel. Come on down to Georgetown. Come on down to Georgetown. Hammer Road Auto Salvage. Give him a call. 937-378-3895. Crankshaft. Hammer Road Auto Salvage. <laughs> Ta-da. Oh, my God. That was, that was great. My, yeah. that my was favorite super. part is Jen at the end. We could get a replay yes, of that. Yes, I, I like the... I like the Make it turn, turn here, and boom, you're there. Yeah. <laughs> Hammer Road Auto Salvage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mouthful. Sounds like you had Hammer. something to drink. She did a couple shots oh, before. Yeah. Hammer oh. Road Auto Salvage. Oh. 
Sorry, Dad. <laughs> you know I don't care. I'm proud of these moments. That sounds like somebody getting ready to go on vacation. <laughs> hey, Nick, give me some of that Hammer Road Auto Salvage. <laughs> That'd be great. Do the math. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we hope that brings them in. Yes. No, that was really, really good. I, oh that was my. great. We had that fun doing it. <laughs> that was super. Well, that's, it. That's, that's really what matters. If nothing else. I don't know if it's, <laughs> is that a Mercury Ward submission right there, or are we going to keep working on it? I don't know, but listener Cindy just said, hey, I want to know more about Clay's junk. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 now, is Clay your fiance? So I was like, I got Which go. one's no, your fiance? Clay's not my fiance. Oh, fiance. oh okay. Yeah, so it's less of an insult. Okay. <laughs> We're too much alike and we don't get along. Uh, oh, gotcha. Oh, you and Clay? Yeah, yeah I mean, we don't get along. No. We, try, though. we try, You try. You always yeah. put forth the effort for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah for business. Awesome. For business. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we got it up on the website. It's there. So you can listen to it anytime you want, share with your friends. and I'm sure you're, the phones are ringing off the hook right now. <laughs> the old salvage. Well, um, maybe. They're not, open. I, I, they're not open for another 15 minutes, but my dad is, since he's moved closer to it, I don't think the place closes. Oh, gotcha. Good. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> All we right, Tamara. Yes, I really appreciate it, you guys. It was our pleasure. Yes. We had fun doing it. It was nice talking to you. All right. I actually talked to you guys last year, too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. What about? Yeah, you guys did the uh, what's the, what's the the segment, what, what now or something like that. Oh, right now? Oh, right now. Yeah, right now. Okay. I yeah. called in and said I was going on vacation. Oh, cool. Oh, how was that vacation? It was really fun. It was I had, like I haven't been on one in a long time, but... When I it, it was it was an adventure. I was I was ready to come home and have my two days at home before I went back to work. Mm-hmm. Where did you go? What did you do? Uh, Gatlinburg. Oh yeah, was that the first time you'd ever been to Gatlinburg? No, it wasn't the first time. It's just been it was it was just a long time. What about the <laughs> trip? What made it an adventure for you? Um. Well, the fact that normally past vacations from when I remember I was young. We we did stuff, but it was doing stuff, but also relaxing. Yeah. My fiance's parents, I don't know if they know how to relax. Oh, so yeah, there there was just a, everything. I yeah. got to do a lot of stuff that I haven't done in a while, and they just crammed it all in four days. Yeah, there's so there's though. something to be said for getting out there and getting active and doing stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, the the, the point I guess is to unwind and relax and refuel. Yeah. And come mm-hmm. back feeling rejuvenated. Yeah, and it, I did still do, you know, we went on walks and stuff, and that was really nice because you don't have the time to do that yeah. when you're when you're working and stuff or you have another life. You don't have the time to go out and walk and enjoy nature. Right. So that was that was kind of healing. So how long, ago, how long ago was the Gatlinburg trip? Was the, You said it was last um, year? It was actually a year ago this week. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. when's your next one? Where's your next one? Um. Well, since I'm getting married in October, we... We decided not to go this year. But you're you're going on a honeymoon or no? Um, we haven't planned that yet, but yeah. we're I I want to I want to just I'm really simple. I want to go to the Columbus Zoo. Just spend a week in there. That sounds great. 
Yeah. I'm very simple. Yeah. Very easy to speak. Hey, do what makes you happy. We got married last year in early September, and we didn't go on yeah. our honeymoon until like three months later. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I've been listening to you guys for a while. I remember that. <laughs> there are no rules. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.